stories, big guests, the big picture. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge. Weekdays 1230 to 3, 770 CHQR. So we've had some time now, some weeks to, to let it all sink in that the federal government is going to take over this Trans Mountain Pipeline project. And for now, they're going to be the owners of it. That we're going to get this pipeline built, it's going to fall to, to the federal government to get it over the finish line. Now, how do Canadians feel about that? I mean, they're, they're what I think are separate questions, what people think of the government's approach and what people think about the importance of the project. Uh, there is some division on these questions, but I guess maybe the, the takeaway is that there is still support for this project. Uh, new poll out today from Ipsos. Uh, has some interesting numbers attached to all of this. Jamie Duncan, uh, Vice President of Canada Public Affairs for Ipsos, joins us. Uh, Jamie, welcome to the program. Hi, Rob. Thanks a lot for having me. Well, I appreciate you joining us. So the, these, I think, are separate questions, aren't they? Whether they support the government buying this project and whether they support the project itself. Exactly. And they actually have two fairly different answers, uh, to be honest. Um, you know, when we take a look at whether or not people think that the Kinder uh, Morgan pipeline is actually a good thing, we've got about six in ten Canadians uh, who believe that you know the pipeline expansion is is in Canada's best uh, national interest, and that is necessary uh, to show the world that Canada is serious about exporting its goods, and that's almost 60% as well. So there, there's a, a large proportion of Canadians that believe that the idea of pipeline expansion uh, in our country, whether it's Kinder Morgan or other pipelines, is important for the long-term economic prosperity of our country. Now, when we take a look at the idea of purchasing it and you know you were absolutely right it's been a few weeks uh, since the decision came down so we wanted to see kind of where canadians were at with it uh it's interesting because it's actually completely divided uh where we've got four in ten uh, canadians who support uh, the idea or the fact that the federal government purchased the pipeline the exact same number 42 percent who opposed it um, but we actually have a fairly large proportion of canadians who don't know 16 percent and that's in part because those people are in part likely looking to see whether or not this is going to have a good outcome or not. Mm-hmm. Um, and the concept of spending $4.5 billion is just a lot of money. Uh, and, and so that, that sometimes we struggle as Canadians to understand what that looks like. Uh, but here in Alberta, I guess that's where we'd find the highest level of support for the purchase. We do, and, and that's been you know tracking consistently uh, through you know poll after poll, uh, and not a surprise given just how important this pipeline is to to the long term uh, prosperity of our province. And so we have a 58 percent of Albertans uh, supporting the purchase uh, of uh, of the pipeline. And you know I was asked earlier today uh, by a talk show host in in BC about whether or not I thought that was surprising the number uh, wasn't higher. They thought the number should have been in the 80s uh, or, or the 90s. Uh, and I think we have to keep in mind who we are here in Alberta, that uh, you know you have uh, callers in quite frequently and you know, talking about the role of government and the role of private sector. So you know the fact that it's still 6 in 10, it, it's a fairly good number. Um, but at the end of the day, we know that Albertans uh, tend to prefer solutions that are, are more private sector than, than those that are government-driven. But even in BC, there's there's support for the purchase. There's a belief that the the purchase was was necessary to getting this build, it, and that has also held true. And and that's you know part of the storyline that I think oftentimes uh, gets overlooked when we're looking at some of those very loud opposition groups. Um, you know the, the the sort of make it seem like British Columbians are united in a certain perspective. Uh, and in fact, the data has shown us that over 
uh, the last number of months that there is a, a very strong divide between British within British Columbia about whether or not this this project should proceed uh, or not. Uh, and when we take a look at even the reasons why people support it or oppose it, uh, we're not really disagreeing on much. Uh, and, you know, those who oppose the pipeline uh, sometimes like to say that those who support it don't really care about the environment. Uh, and that's not true, or at least the data is showing us that when we take a look at those who support uh, the pipeline, whether it's in British Columbia, Alberta, or in Canada as a whole, uh, we as Canadians care about the environment, um, but we also recognize that there are ways to do this, ways to, to protect the environment, um, and we recognize that there are economic benefits uh, that are also equally uh, as important as protecting the environment. In terms of the, the political faces of this debate, I mean, John Horgan has kind of personified the, the opposition to this pipeline, uh, Justin Trudeau, Rachel Notley very much, you know, championing this, this project, but there's not a lot of love for, for any of them and how they're handling this. They're not. Nobody is actually coming out of this uh, looking very good. Uh, the, what we're seeing through these results is, you know, across uh, all of those people that you just mentioned, uh, including Kinder Morgan and opposition groups to the pipeline, there are more people who believe that they are doing a poor job in terms of how they're handling this than those who say that they're doing a good job. And, that, and that's even true for you know, our premier here in Alberta, Premier Notley. And so part of the challenge uh, with this is that um, you know, there are opportunities, obviously, from a political standpoint to try to turn that narrative around. And with a, with a, a federal election coming around the corner, that's going to be important for, uh, for Mr. Trudeau and, and the Liberals. Um, but one of the other statistics that, that comes out of this survey, it's actually one of the last ones in our, in our release, is that Canadians are actually losing interest in this conversation. Uh, and, so, and so that presents a bit of a political conundrum for, for those who, who need to, uh, to change the narrative, to, to change perceptions around their performance and to, and to convince people that the decisions that are being made are the, are the right ones and that they should therefore cast their votes uh, uh, for them in, in the fall sorry, spring and fall of next year. So, you know, there are certainly some political challenges coming out of these numbers uh, for those uh, those leaders involved. In terms of what, what, you know, the factors are that are guiding uh, people's opinions on this, either for or against this project, I mean, you know, certainly proponents have, you know, talked about the environment, not surprising that that's, that's an issue they would point to. This poll does also show, though, interestingly, the proponents of this pipeline do have, uh, you know, strong views on, on the environment. They do. And, and, you know, overall, 81% of Canadians believe that the environment uh, and the environmental protections are important and that they are having a significant influence on whether or not they support or oppose uh, the program. And, you know, again, sort of back to my point earlier about how different groups are painting different groups, there's only a 10-point difference in the level of influence that the environmental conversation is having uh, between those who support uh, the expansion and those who oppose it. So we're not really that different uh, in terms of of how we feel about the environment. And when, and we all sort of unite around the idea of uh, of one of the questions that we asked about whether or not the federal government should provide tax dollars to help British Columbia prepare for and deal with environmental disasters that might occur because of increased tra- tanker traffic. And again, when you look at the numbers uh, for that particular uh, measurements, 70% of supporters agree with it, and 68% of opposers agree with it. So again, we, we're not really that far off in, in terms of alignment on what we believe is actually important to be accomplished as part of this project. 
Um, so, and clarify something for me. You mentioned the, the 60% number, and, and that represents the people who believe that the pipeline expansion is in Canada's national interest. On, on the, the question of whether they support this project, it's just over half of Canadians, 52%. So w- what are the differences between that 52% group and, and the 60% group? There, there isn't much. I mean, when we've talked to people just sort of anecdotally uh, about this uh, in other work, what we found is that when you pin it against a specific project, some of the resistance or some of the, the softer support comes from uh, the actual mechanics of how decisions are being made against uh, on that certain project. So, you know, Keynes as a whole, that, that 60% number, believe that pipelines are important, believe we need to get our product to market, um, but they may not necessarily be completely uh, supportive of, of sort of the process that's unfolded with particular projects. And we saw the same thing um, specific to Energy East, and, and now we're seeing slightly softer support for this particular program. But I think when we take a step back and look at what this poll is telling us, uh, it, it's telling us that, A, we haven't really moved much uh, in terms of how people feel about the program and the project overall, um, and that there's some work to do still uh, for everybody involved. Uh, on both sides of the fence to be able to to provide people with the information and and the rationale uh, and the and sort of the, the things that are going to happen to make sure that their concerns are addressed. Very interesting. Well, Jamie, we'll leave it there. Appreciate making some time for us here today. Thanks for this. Thanks a lot, Rob. Take care. Jamie Duncan is uh, Canada Public Affairs Vice President for Ipsos. Uh, poll today done for Global News on where Canadians are at on this project. So, yeah, I, I think that's the takeaway. Six in ten Canadians, 60%, believe that the pipeline expansion is in Canada's national interest. So perhaps included in that number is some very reluctant support for this pipeline. On the more narrow question of whether you just flat out support this project, it's 52% of Canadians who are in support. So just over half of Canadians. So there is majority support for this project. There's some question marks, maybe even some cynicism around the way that the government's going about it, the decision to buy the project in order to get it done. A lot of people not sure what to make of that, which is understandable. How do we know? Maybe it's going to be a great success. Maybe it's going to be a, a boondoggle disaster. Yeah, it's hard to know. So the people who who aren't sure about how they feel about this, I'm with you. I get it. Afternoons with Rob Breckenridge, starting at 1230 on News Talk 770 Calgary.